Hallelujah. Good to have you all in church today. Those of us who are online, I declare that you are enjoying the mercy of God right now. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank God for March is ending and um, the new month is coming around the corner with all of the Easter or Resurrection Sunday and programs like that. Every day is Resurrection since 2,000 years. Hallelujah. We celebrate the new life. We celebrate the resurrection life that we have. But um, I expect that you by now have heard it's Lent time and this and that. You know, all those ideas. Praise God. Let it not just be one season when you think about these things. But let it be a daily thought. Hallelujah. Religion has certain ways of doing things. But for us, we rejoice every day that He's risen and we are risen with Him. Hallelujah. Amen. So, anyway, think about it more as we approach the service time. Thank you for coming. Today we also have uh, Brother John Wesley who will help us in translating Canada. Thank God for that. Um, If you'd like to be Prayed over, uh, we have some oil which we will make available to pray with you. Amen. Not that we're going to pass you the oil and then we will pray with you. Amen. We will apply oil in the name of the Lord Jesus. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. Hallelujah. And if you have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Praise God. That's all James chapter 5. I think it's verse 16. And if you confess your sins, he's faithful and just to forgive. That's true. But also notice that God is willing to forgive you when you are standing in faith. He's always ready to operate on our behalf. Amen. Anything that may have hindered you from receiving, he's willing to forgive and forget. Notice, continues on. Let's go to 17, I believe. The prayer of faith. Uh, I think it's 14, sorry. James 5.14. Just randomly jumped on me today. I think I will pray for the sick. Is any sick among you, let him call for the elders of the church. And then he says, let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. It's not the oil, it's the name of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord. Praise God. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick. And if you have committed sins, notice, uh, they shall be forgiven him. So there is mercy there. God is always willing to forgive. God is always willing to forget your past, whatever is hindering you, so that you receive complete soundness, wholeness. Praise God. It doesn't mean that it's because of sin that you are sick. That's not what it means. But it also means that if there is any unconfessed sin, if there's anything that is uh, brooding in your life, God will mercifully, I mean mercifully, show his hand. Amen? Praise God. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. Maybe we can hear this verse uh, 14 and 15 in Kannada. <laughs> Auro Kartana Hesanali Avonige Yenne Hachi Avonigoskara Devorano Pratisali. 
ನಂಬಿಕೆಯಿಂದ ಮಾಡಿದ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥನೆಯು ರೋಗಿಯನ್ನು ಗುಣಪಡಿಸುವುದು ಮತ್ತು ಕರ್ತನು ಅವನನ್ನು ಎಬ್ಬಿಸುವನು ಅವನು ಪಾಪ ಮಾಡಿದವನಾಗಿದ್ದರೆ ದೇವರು ಆ ಪಾಪಗಳನ್ನು ಕ್ಷಮಿಸುವನು this is a situation where the person is not able to come himself and so he is calling for the elders that means he is maybe bedridden he has a problem in his body that he cannot come so he calls for the elders of the church amen that's the actual context of that verse praise god can we say that a little bit ಅದರಿಂದ ಈ ಒಂದು ವಚನದಲ್ಲಿ ನಾವು ನೋಡ್ತೀವಿ ರೋಗ ಗುಣಪಡಿಸೋದು ಎಂಬುದಾಗಿ ಯಾವ ವ್ಯಕ್ತಿ ಅಂದರೆ ಯಾವಾಗಲೂ ಹಾಸಿಗೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ನರಳುತ್ತಿರುವುದು ಮತ್ತು ಸಭೆಗೆ ಬರೆದಿರುವಂಥವ್ರು ಅಂಥವರಿಗೆ ಈ ರೀತಿಯಾದ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥನೆಯನ್ನು ಹೋಗಿ ಮಾಡಬೇಕೆಂಬುದಾಗಿ ಹೇಳ್ತಾ ಇದ್ದಾರೆ ಸೊ ಹಿ ಕಾಲ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ಎಲ್ಡರ್ಸ್ ಸಭೆ ಹಿರಿಯರನ್ನು ಕರೆಯುತ್ತಾರೆ I have been prayed over in the name of Jesus and therefore my body has to receive it. Thank you Lord. Amen. And then you just stand up and walk and just go on about your life in Jesus name. That's the prayer of faith. Can we just translate that also just briefly? ಅದರಿಂದ ಅವರು ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥನೆ ಮಾಡಿದ ಮೇಲೆ ನಾವು ಎದ್ದು ಹಾಗೆ ನಡ್ಕೊಂಡು ಹೋಗ್ಬೋದು ನಂಬಿಕೆಯ ಪ್ರಾರ್ಥನೆ ಆಗುತ್ತದೆ ಅದು. Amen. So it is a nambike prarthana. Hallelujah. That particular prayer is what it's all about the prayer of faith not the prayer of doubt whether i don't know if it will work or not no not the prayer of unbelief oh <laughs> i cannot forgive him i cannot forget it no not none of that amen you just release every care every burden every worry and you stand up and say thank god i've been prayed over i got my healing hallelujah amen that's the kind of prayer that we are believing in and he says the lord will raise him up amen notice and the lord shall raise him up there's a guarantee that the lord will quicken and raise such a person up hallelujah amen so let's uh, trust god if you would like to be prayed over um i would like to do this right now thank you brother anup we won't spend too long just a minute or two if you like us to pray over you anybody need prayer welcome you can come and we can pray this will be good for you to come up here anyone come thank you brother hallelujah praise god you can come on up praise god hallelujah thank you jesus Father, we trust you right now, the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We bless you. We thank you for the prayer of faith in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we rebuke sickness, disease, every curse, every malfunction. Right now, in Jesus' name, bodies be healed, minds be released. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the prayer of faith shall save the sick, heal the sick, bless the sick raise them up completely as it is written the lord raise them up in jesus mighty name amen 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 thank you father for your faithfulness in jesus name amen hallelujah thank you lord thank you jesus hallelujah praise the lord jesus hallelujah thank you father thank you thank you thank you lord thank you lord as they are kneeling down here Your mercy works for them in the name of Jesus.
I curse every lying symptom in Jesus' name. We take authority in Jesus' name and we decree healing, wholeness, soundness, welfare, well-being. The Lord raise them up. In Jesus' name, be healed, be free. Thank you for your mercy. It is done in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you thanks. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you, Lord. I rebuke that condition in Jesus' name. Back, be healed. Jesus, be free. Every nerve, every tissue come in line. No more in Jesus' name. Prayer of faith, save the sick, heal the sick. Lord, raise and quicken him in Jesus' name. The mercy is working in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Prayer of faith saves the sick in the name of Jesus. Every lying symptom disappear in the name of Jesus. Be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you for raising, quickening, restoring. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Curse every lying symptom right now. In the name of Jesus. Jesus We use your son as a point of contact to rebuke in Jesus' name every lying every lying symptom, every stroke associated symptom away from his father in Jesus' name. Be healed, be whole and sound in Jesus' name. This instant the Lord raise him up. Bring him out in Jesus' name. Thank you, Abba Father. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. From the right hand of our Father God. In Jesus' name, testimony to your glory. We carry him on our back by faith. And we call it done in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we curse every lying symptom. In Jesus' name, disappear. Go! In Jesus' name. Thank you for your mercy. Lord, raise him up, quicken, restore completely. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father, for mercy is working right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Ha ha ha, in Jesus' name, we rebuke every lying allergy right now, Aaron, healed in Jesus' name from this day. Behold, the mercy of God, quicken, raise him up completely, Jesus' name. Amen, from today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, we rebuke every lying symptom from the root. In Jesus' name, be healed, be free. 
every nerve, every tissue, obey in Jesus' name. Be healed. Jesus' name. Thank you for quickening, for raising them up, Lord. Raising them in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, that pain... Whatever symptom that is, in Jesus' name, be healed. Be free. Restored completely, all circulatory things, whatever that may be. Be whole and sound in Jesus' name. Thank you for your mercy, raising him up, quickening him, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba. Mercies of God, thank you for working. Thank you for operating today. In the name of Jesus, the prayer of faith heals the sick, raises them up. The Lord quickens, bring them out in Jesus' name, completely free. Amen. From this day. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' name, be healed. Thank you that the prayer of faith shall save or heal the sick. The Lord raise up, quicken, restore. In Jesus' name. Thank you for your mercies are working in Jesus' name. Amen. name. We curse every lying thing. Every symptom. Loose and let them go. This family be free from today. In the name of Jesus. Prayer of faith shall save, heal, and make them sound in Jesus' name. Lord, quicken and restore in Jesus' name. Mercy work. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Every lying symptom disappear. Prayer of faith, save the sick. Heal the sick. Restore complete soundness. From the crown of the head to the soles of the feet. Be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you for your mercy. The Lord quicken and restore in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you. It's a good thing to believe God. Amen. There is profit in believing God all the time. Amen. All you have to do is open your mouth and speak from the word in your heart and say, I'm healed. I'm free. Amen. From today, I'm free. Praise God. And then just act like it's true and watch how the word will come to pass in your life. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is a good God. Amen. These verses have just been hanging around me uh, just a couple of maybe hours now, so I believe it is for us today. Amen. Praise the Lord. Receive your healing in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Free, healed, whole, sound in Jesus' name. The anointing and the mercy in the name of Jesus work 
Now we give you praise, we give you thanks that it's for the body, it's for your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord Jesus. I'm so glad we could act on the word there. And God is faithful to do his part. Amen. We do our part. He does his part. Amen. God is a faithful God. Hallelujah. Today, I'm going to be passing the baton on to our dear Pastor Anup. And he will carry us into what God has in Jesus' name. Amen. So please welcome Pastor Anup in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Please be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, it's a good day to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, this is the best time to be alive on the earth. We are a blessed generation. You know, like we heard in the beginning of the year, you know, we're going to keep boasting about this is the best time to get saved. This is the best time to get saved. Hallelujah. You know, we've been teaching on this uh, foundational doctrine and we have been learning about the topic of resurrection from the dead. And when you, you know, come there again, you know, you get so conscious about the time that we are living in. The time that we are living in, you know, the church age, you know, we are such a blessed time that we are living in. The Jewish clock has stopped and the church age began and now it's going to stop at the rapture and and the Jewish clock is going to start again and we are at the very end of it. Hallelujah. No wonder there is so much distraction all around us. That's why there is so much noise all around us like no other generation. You know, so much, so much noise, so much distraction that you can just be carried away from the real thing. Hallelujah. Amen. But we just need to focus back. We just need to, you know, put our anchor there on Jesus and what he's doing and and do what we are supposed to do and finish that race. Hallelujah. Complete it and go home. Hallelujah. Amen. And we, we have such awesome privileges. Such awesome privileges as a church, as a body of Christ on the earth. Hallelujah. So we just need to tap into what we possess in the inside. And release it at the time that we are living in without getting distracted. Hallelujah. Amen. So praise God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Are you excited to be alive at this time? Amen. Hallelujah. Are you excited that you are here with an appointment with destiny? You're not here by accident. You're not a mystic. Hallelujah. God has a special purpose and plan for your life. You are a poem of God. Hallelujah. You, you are a creative piece of God. <laughs> Amen. Each one of us is different. Hallelujah. I consider this a great privilege and honor to be here. Hallelujah. And I want to thank God for my pastors. You know, this March, it becomes 19 years since I met them. Hallelujah. You know, and, and my life has been changed. You know, their life and their race has challenged me to run the race God has for me. Hallelujah. And we are here to be an example for somebody else. That they can fulfill God's plan for their lives. Amen. Hallelujah. And I believe that your, your life and is being inspired. Hallelujah. From what is happening from this pulpit and outside the pulpit. Amen. Hallelujah. So praise God. Hallelujah. Can we just pray and, and trust God for whatever he has for us today. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you for what you have done for us. Oh, Holy Father, pure and lovely, glorious God, oh, we worship you, praise you, who you is fearful in praises. We just worship and adore you, and we thank you for that heart that gave us Jesus. And we thank you, Jesus, for fully satisfying the Father's heart and redeeming us to him. We just want to worship you and thank you and precious Holy Spirit. Through your indwelling, we can, we can enjoy the Father. We can enjoy Jesus. We thank you for what you're doing right now. We welcome you. We pray that you have your way. Come upon us. Change anything that you want us to change. Speak to us. Have your way. In the name of Jesus, we pray that Jesus be glorified. Your purpose for today be accomplished in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Let's open up our Bibles to 1 John chapter 4 and verse 17. Hallelujah. So, you know, hands have been laid on you. Oil has been anointed on you. So don't just sit there. Do something that you could not do before. Amen. So prayer of faith means you came to collect this and you said you collected it. Hallelujah. If you collected it, you won't go back quietly. You will be jumping. You will be having some, some effect. Hallelujah. So can we just stand up and do something? Hallelujah. And say, thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. We got it. Woo! We got it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for strengthening. Thank you, Lord, for quickening. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you. Oh, we give you praise. We give you praise that you have healed us. Thank you that you took our infirmities. You bore our sicknesses. You carried our pains. By your stripes, we have received healing. And we thank you for that mercy of healing that has flown in this house today. We thank you, Lord, that you have compassion. You have compassion and you heal. And we thank you for that compassion that has gone into our bodies through the law of contact and transmission. We praise you. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Praise you, Father. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I think that's better, isn't it? <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't that better? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, glory to God. 1 John chapter 4. Hallelujah. You know, there is always a, a fight that you need to put out there. Don't just let things pass by. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you are not in the current of the world. You are actually against it. Hallelujah. You are not of this world. You are out of this world. You are an alien that came to this earth. Hallelujah. And, and you, so everything about you is against the way the world thinks. Against the way the world acts. So don't be, you know, disturbed. Hallelujah. Don't be alarmed because you're not in that gang. Of course, you are from another gang. Hallelujah. You're from another company. Hallelujah. You're from another place. Hallelujah. And you are here so that they can see that place. And they can see the one from whom you came from. Hallelujah. So there is always a pressure on you. 
Just, just go out there, there is always pressure. Just being on your own, there is pressure from your flesh. Hallelujah. So don't be uh, you know, disturbed because you're feeling the other way. But put a fight out there. Hallelujah. Put that step out there. Hallelujah. Move something against that current. Hallelujah. And you will step into something that is from within. Hallelujah. Glory to God. John chapter 1 John chapter 4 and verse 17. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. Brother John, can we hear that? Nyaya Tirpina Dinadali, Nau, Daira Dindiru the Kagi, Athana Pritiu, Namolege, Purna Gondide, E. Lokadali, Namabalo, Christesuina Bardinante, Irudindale, Abarose, Namage Rutade. Hallelujah. So I want to focus on the last portion of that verse. It says here, As he is, so are we in this world. <laughs> what an amazing verse. As who Jesus is, as Jesus is right now, glorious, at the right hand of the Father, champion, hallelujah, the champion, hallelujah, the victor, hallelujah, the one who's got all the authority of heaven and earth, hallelujah, and a righteous, hallelujah, perfect, that's how Jesus is right now, hallelujah, and, and you know, the, if, if you die today, you know, you will just leave this body and you will suddenly become conscious of the spirit realm. Amen. Hallelujah. You, know, you won't be floating around here and there. <laughs> Bible says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Hallelujah. So what happens is, you know, because of the fall of man, we became so conscious of whatever our senses are saying. Amen. Our soul is no, so controlled by these five senses. Amen. So we are so, uh, you know, conscious of that. But what happens is when your body dies, that is gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. So that real part of you, that one third part, which is actually the real you, becomes now, you, you are now conscious only about him. And you will realize, wow, I'm in the spirit. Hallelujah. You will realize that, wow, one thing you will know. If you enter into the realm of the spirit, is that you will know Jesus is the Lord. There is no negotiation. The moment you step in, you will know who is the king. You will know whose word has got the ultimate power. Hallelujah. The moment you step there, you will realize, whoa, Jesus is actually the king. Hallelujah. The very breath of him can change everything. Hallelujah. He is the Lord. He is the Lord. Hallelujah. So the moment you step there, you will realize, wow, this is who he is. You will see the king. Hallelujah. And, and, and you will see those eyes and the, you can't play with him. <laughs> Hallelujah. He is righteous. Full of compassion. Hallelujah. Mighty one. You will know who he is. Hallelujah. So if anybody is watching and, and you have not really accepted and given Jesus the first place in your life, we urge you to give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. I remember pastor, you know, making a, a, a sticker. Hallelujah. Don't die till you figure out who, who the king is. 
Hallelujah. He is the king. He is the way. He's not one of the way. He is the way. He is the truth. Hallelujah. And there is no change. You can't change. Hallelujah. You can't do anything. So the moment you step there, you will realize who is who. Hallelujah. And here on the earth, we have been given choice. Hallelujah. So don't wait for that time to enter there and then say, oops, you cannot change anything. Hallelujah. Call on his name. Make the adjustment today. Hallelujah. There is no negotiation there. Nobody can do anything. Hallelujah. Because he is the Lord. (laughs) And you will bow. Hallelujah. Whether you accept him or not, you will bow. Hallelujah. And you will say, Jesus is the Lord. You will bow. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. So as he is, so are we in this world. Amen. So definitely we can know that as now Jesus is, our body is not like that. Amen. Some of us have overweight, some of us underweight. So, you know, Jesus is not going to look like that. <laughs> Amen. Some have this complexion, some has other complexion. No. So, it's definitely not our body that how it's going to look like Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Right now. But one day, it will be, re- it will be changed. One day, it will be clothed with incorruptible. Hallelujah. And you will become just like Him. You will be changed. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and then definitely it's not our soul. Hallelujah. So if, if you have been acting dumb before you accepted Jesus, when the day you got saved, you still be thinking like that. Unless you change your thinking. Amen. It's not like, you know, some of those movies we see, they go and they connect this thing to the brain and suddenly, you know, they transfer all the moves of karate and taekwondo in it and suddenly they remove it and he now knows karate and he can do taekwondo. Hallelujah. So you will be doing all that. <laughs> Hallelujah. It doesn't happen. It's only in the movies. Hallelujah. So it's not your soul. So it is another part of you, the spirit that is just like Jesus is on the earth. It's not going to be just like how Jesus is. You are here on the earth possessing the same life of God. Possessing the same nature of God inside you. Possessing the same faith of God inside you. Possessing the same righteousness of God inside you while you are on the earth. Just like how righteous Jesus is. That's how righteous you are. Hallelujah. How righteous Jesus is, that's how you are. Sorry. <laughs> oh, glory to God. Can we read that one more time, Brother John? Nyaya Tirpina Dinadali, Navo, Deira Dindiru the Kagi, Athana Prithio, Namulage, Purna Gundi there. Hallelujah. As he is, so are we in this world. Hallelujah. As he is, so are we in this world. Amen. That means I am possessing everything. I look just like Jesus here in the spirit. You look just like Jesus here in the spirit. Hallelujah. That means I've got his love. I've got his strength. 
I've got his nature. And Bible says the anointing which you have received of him dwelleth in you, abides in you. And that anointing teaches you all things. That means I have something inside me, a part of me has something from Jesus and that part knows everything. So if I would allow myself to turn to that part, I can know all things. Hallelujah. I can check what I'm hearing here on the outside. Is it true or not? What is the information I need concerning this? If I would take time and turn to the inside, there is a part of you that has something from God who knows everything inside there. Hallelujah. So in your decisions, in your challenges, if I would turn to the spirit man, I would get the answer. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. So the same life, the same anointing, the same Jesus, hallelujah, his spirit lives in me. Hallelujah. Bible says we have the spirit of Christ in us. Oh, glory to God. Aren't you happy that we've got, hallelujah. So, so the more I would think and talk about who I am in the inside, the more my emotions will get changed. Hallelujah. You know, our emotions has got a big problem. <laughs> Whether we, uh, once we get saved, if we would understand and come to terms with that, we can grow. Otherwise, we would keep blaming each other because of that, because of this, because of this. But actually, the problem is you. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. So, what happens is, so, emotions are basically feelings of either pleasure or pain. Hallelujah. Of either pleasure or pain. And, or pain. <laughs> Hallelujah. And that came because of whatever you allowed your senses to. Amen. You look at something and, and that keeps, it keeps disturbing you and that's giving you pain. Hallelujah. So you have a lot of things inside you. For some it may not be a pain, but to you it is a big pain. Because of what you allowed your senses uh, you know, to be trained with. Amen. And that came through the fall of man. His eyes were opened. Bible says, you know, when uh, in the book of Genesis chapter 3, that when she ate that fruit, when they both ate that fruit, their eyes were opened. It's not that they could not see where the fruit was before that. <laughs> they could see everything in the natural. They could touch everything in the natural. They could eat everything in the natural. It's not that they were blind to the natural. It was, not, it was that, that none of those things had such control over them until then. It was after they ate, their spirit died. And now, another part is now have more effect on their soul than the inside. But for us now, we have become born again in the inside. We have, we have got the life of Christ inside. Christ liveth in us. Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. Hallelujah. So well, our problem is not that. Our problem is a wiring problem. Amen. How many of you have changed houses? Amen. And, 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 and sometimes if your house is on the left side usually and you change to somewhere on the right side, automatically as you go without thinking you will turn to the left. Because every time you kept doing the same thing. Hallelujah. That's the problem. We have certain impulses and thought patterns which we are so used to, we allowed it to be like that, 
that we just go in that direction and it just goes on a train of thoughts. <laughs> and you will feel that emotion there. Hallelujah. So what do we do? So we start to allow what the life of Christ that is in the inside, we, we start thinking about that. So all these thoughts started to affect us because we allowed our thoughts from the flesh to be so dominant in us. But if we would replace them by what we have in the spirit, by continuously speaking that, our thought will start to go in that direction. And since our thought goes in that direction, we will start to feel some things which are right in the spirit. You will have to have godly emotions instead of fleshly emotions. You will start to make choices based on the spirit rather than the senses. Hallelujah. I know it's not so easy to listen to this. Hallelujah. But if you would make that adjustment, you know, we can start to enjoy what Christ has paid for us in the inside. Hallelujah. Otherwise, we can go up, we can go down. Again, we can go up and we can go down. Hallelujah. But the only way to keep it there is by consistently looking at the word, looking at the word again and start speaking to it. And so that we will start to feel certain emotions. Hallelujah. So what did we do after we got prayed? Hallelujah. We said, we've got <laughs> the healing. We got that power inside us. Hallelujah. Because Bible says, uh, you know, uh, the, the hands are laid on you. That's the point where you receive that power has gone inside you. The healing anointing is gone inside you. Hallelujah. And so what do you have to do? Instead of feeling whether I felt that shake or not, whether I felt that electricity or not, the truth is you've got it. The truth is whether you felt it or not, you have the healing power gone inside your body. Amen. So you have to now start acting. Hallelujah. You will have to start speaking. You will start rejoicing. And then that is activated. Hallelujah. So what are you doing? You're acting on a godly emotion. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you getting something? All right. So let's continue to read 1 John chapter 4 verse 18. Hallelujah. Amazing. There is no fear in love. Woo! There is no fear in love. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, this whole world, you know, it operates on that system of fear. But Bible says here, there is no fear in love. You know, the fear is the exact opposite of faith. Amen. So you can say, there is faith in love. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is faith in love. Love. Hallelujah. Let me read it. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear because fear has torment. The Amplified Bible says, you know, the, the perfect love or full-grown love or mature love casts fear outdoors. Amen. It kicks it out like casting out demon. Amen. Because fear is a spirit. Amen. So there is no fear in Love. Oh, I can say there is no fear in God. Hallelujah. Or we can say because God is now in you and you are just like him, there is no fear in you. Oh, hallelujah. Aren't you glad 
you don't have fear <laughs> in your spirit in that one third of you in your spirit which just looks like him there is no fear there so it has to come from outside it's not from within you hallelujah it has to come from outside and if it comes from outside it can torment you it can give you headache hallelujah you know what is care is fear what is worry it's a fear hallelujah what is pride it is a fear hallelujah so you can say that none of these things there is no fear in love there is no fear in god there is no fear in you so it has to come from outside and it is coming from outside because of your five senses <laughs> what you are allowing your five senses to focus on to behold and to consider and to say woo it comes hallelujah and what something happened to somebody and you keep, you keep meditating and thinking about that it comes hallelujah and it blocks you <laughs> hallelujah but bible says here there is no fear in love how there is no fear in love but what is there in love there is faith amen i like this story imagine a, a you know i think this is one of the best way to <laughs> explain it but look at it in the pure love of god amen so imagine a, a young man and a young uh, woman falls in love amen they look at each other and they love <laughs> amen they they and they and now they both like love each other and like each other amen so there is something in their heart beyond every other thing that now they have a certain affection towards each other from their heart not just based on natural but based from their heart they love each other amen hallelujah and because of their love to each other they would trust one another isn't it because of that pure love you know i'm not bringing this in any other way but let's look at it in the pure love of god amen that's how god loves us you know you know the father is so pure and holy amen that's how he loved us okay let me come back here amen so they love each other and because they love each other they don't doubt one another hallelujah they 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 don't have thoughts of fear concerning that whether he will cheat me or she will cheat me and because they love each other they will be true to one another amen even even if okay this person goes to korea and this person goes to africa <laughs> amen even though they are so far away but they love each other and because they love each other in their heart they would stay true to one another amen they will not entertain any uh, unholy thoughts in that in that love because of that love so can you see where faith comes from amen that's why bible says faith works propelled by the love of god amen hallelujah so there is no fear in love hallelujah but there is perfect trust in love amen so because we love god and because his love is now become our nature there is a part of us that wants to just be like that so we put down unbelief we put down the care that tries to 
hinder that. Just like you don't entertain any unpure thoughts or unholy things in that relationship, you, because of that love, you don't entertain doubt. You don't entertain unbelief. I don't want to have unbelief in my life because I love God. Our God needs to be trusted. Hallelujah. Our God, you know, can you imagine? You, you love, you know, your wife. And, uh, you know, that's the best thing that you can give each other, right? You trust, you love and you trust them. You don't doubt them. You trust them. Hallelujah. That's the best thing I would, I would say you can give to each other. And everything will come out of that. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> are you getting uh, stirred up? Something happening? Hallelujah. So, there is perfect, imperfect, full-grown love. Or this love, now when it comes out from within, into and affecting our thinking, and affecting our emotion, what's going to happen is, it casts out all kinds of fear away. It throws every fear. So, he said, not in this house. <laughs> Kicks it out. No doubt. Kicks it out. No unbelief. Kicks it out. No hardness. Kicks it out. Because I don't want anything to hinder this love and this commitment to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Bible says Abraham believed God. And it was accounted to him for righteousness. Amen. See, whatever God has put in the inside of your spirit. You always will have to make a choice to act on that. You know, to, to believe is a choice. Thomas, Thomas looked at the, uh, you know, heard about the, the disciples after Jesus rose from the dead. And, and, he, and they told him how he came. And he said, no, no, no. Until, unless I go and put my finger there. Maybe we'll see that. John chapter 20. And uh, I believe it's verse 27. Alright, 25. And the other disciples therefore said unto him, We have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, Except I shall see in his hands the print of the nails. And put my finger into the print of the nails. And thrust my hand into his side. Then he says, I will not believe. Or you could also actually say, I can believe. But he said, I will not. He said, I am making a choice until I feel it in the senses, I'm not going to believe. So your faith, your believing, your acting on your faith is actually a choice that you make every day. It's a decision that you make every day. So it's not a fancy word to say, I believe God. When Abraham said, when Bible said Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, it, it, you know, it says that he made an unqualified committal to God. That means irrespective of what is in the natural, he said, I have decided and that's it. Hallelujah. Because we love God, we choose to believe him. Because we love God and because of his love toward us, I, I don't want anything coming in between to hinder that love relationship. You know, nothing is going to change between me and my father in our relationship. 
but my fellowship can be altered. The way I receive from him and I enjoy him can be affected the way I believe. Hallelujah. Amen. So we always have to make a choice to believe. Amen. Hallelujah. So Abraham made an unqualified committal to God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, let me just uh, read these two scriptures and Romans chapter 7 and verse 4. I'll read it from the Amplified. Not Amplified, the, the Passion Translation. So my dear brothers and sisters, Romans chapter 7 verse 4. So my dear brothers and sisters, the same principle applies to your relationship with God. For you die to your first husband, the law. Amen. Aren't you glad that we died? Hallelujah. I'm so glad that I died. (laughs) Hallelujah to somebody, to an old husband. The law. Hallelujah. And uh, there's nothing. There's nothing he can tell anything to us. Because we are dead. No claims. No nothing. Hallelujah. Because we have died. Amen. And then it says, by being co-crucified with the body of the Messiah... co-crucified with the body of the Messiah, so you are now free to marry another. And the one who raised from the dead, so that you may now bear spiritual fruits to God. Oh, glory. Amen. You know, you have died. Now you have been co-crucified with Jesus, and now you're alive. And now you're alive. Why? So that your affection and everything should be to one person. One person, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, there's going to be a marriage supper of the Lamb that's going to come. Awesome things are ahead. Hallelujah. But today, get this idea. Amen. Hallelujah. You have made a commitment the day you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. And, and there, is, there, there, is, there is no negotiation on these things. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. Let me read one more verse. And I think it's in First Cor- Second Corinthians eleven two. And uh, I'll read again from the Passion Translation. It says, "You need to know that God's passion is burning inside me for you, because, like a loving father, I have pledged your hand in marriage to Christ, your true bridegroom." I have also promised that I would present his fiancée to him as a pure virgin bride. Woo! Hallelujah! Amen! So there is a certain attitude, a certain commitment, and, and a certain kind of you know, toughness that you need to carry in this walk with Jesus. You cannot be loose and light in there after you get engaged. You cannot behave the same way before you got engaged. You are a little prim and prop now. (laughs) Hallelujah. You don't just go like a floating thing. You are now conscious of pleasing the one that you got engaged to. How do I look before him? (laughs) Does he like this? Or does he like that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, because of that, you know, we are willing. Imagine, you know, so if two two people... 
you know love each other and they want to get married so they you know so but imagine the things around them the family backgrounds are tough hallelujah they they don't want you to go through that you know this family also doesn't want you to go through that they are not for the marriage but because of that love inside your heart towards each other and because of that pure love you say doesn't matter i'm willing to go through that suffering hallelujah that's because of that commitment that came because of the love of god amen so there is a certain enduring that you have to go through in this commitment in this walk with jesus hallelujah that's why it says narrow <laughs> is the road that you have to take it's not like a broad way hey let's party here let's party there you know let's somehow we will reach heaven yeah you will reach heaven <laughs> but that's not the way to enter you wouldn't have pleased him and you wouldn't have known him i actually may even doubt your salvation <laughs> amen hallelujah i think we skip two verses we can we can read this first second corinthians chapter 11 verse 2 nimma vishayadalli nanu chintisuttene ee chintayu devarinda bandaddu nimmanu kristanige koduvudagage nanu vaagdana maadiddene kristanobbane nimma patiyagirabeko nanu nimmanu kristanige aatan shuddha vaduvannage kodalu apekshisuttene hallelujah we will also read uh, uh, romans chapter 7 and verse 4 also brother ಹಾಗೆ ನನ್ನ ಸಹೋದರರೇ ನೀವು ಸಹ ಕ್ರಿಸ್ತನ ದೇಹದ ಮೂಲಕವಾಗಿ ಧರ್ಮಶಾಸ್ತ್ರದ ಪಾಲಿಗೆ ಸತ್ತಿದ್ದೀರಿ ದೇವರಿಗೆ ಫಲ ಕೊಡುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಮತ್ತೊಬ್ಬನನ್ನು ಅಂದರೆ ಸತ್ತು ಜೀವ ಜೀವಿತನಾಗಿ ಎದ್ದಾತನು ಸೇರಿಕೊಂಡಿದ್ದೀರಿ some things it's actually nothing compared to the glory that's going to be revealed it's is actually nothing whatever you suffer for jesus for the truth for believing god it's going to be glorious hallelujah it's going to be glorious amen hallelujah so irrespective of whatever those family say you are this, you decide because of your love to go through that suffering amen the easiest thing is to give into that pressure and say bye baby <laughs> hallelujah bye bye and write a letter or maybe say let's be friends <laughs> hallelujah but it takes some strength power hallelujah and some real material to stand there isn't it don't you think jesus is lesser than that you think so no much on a much higher level hallelujah much much higher level amen hallelujah but he has shown himself like that to us without any restraint to the very end he came hallelujah performed to the very end and did it hallelujah you know the 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 son who was in the bosom of the father came to us put on flesh and blood hallelujah did that suffered and had to learn from the young age the all knowing god had to come and learn and became obedient unto the suffering of death and he became the author of eternal salvation hallelujah 
and and he loved us till the end finished it all and now today even now he is living for us that we will receive completely what he has paid for i mean right now this moment at 12:30 hallelujah he is living for us hallelujah his life is affecting me it's affecting you it's affecting the church hallelujah so from his side it's full blast <laughs> it's full blast that's law you know no it's heavily one sided heavily one sided amen so for you to walk and behave in this love you don't need to be loved back you can actually keep releasing these gates you can keep opening up the gates hallelujah open up those gates hallelujah and let the glory come out let the love of god come out amen hallelujah so praise god so from that attitude let's read this second timothy chapter 2 and verse 3 says thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of jesus christ no man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier oh hallelujah amen let me continue to read and if a man also strive for masteries it is not crowned except he strive lawfully a husbandman that laboreth must be first partakers of the fruits fruits consider what i say and the lord give you understanding in all things amen hallelujah uh, brother john can we read from verse 3 to 7 christa yesuvina olle ಸೈನಿಕನಂತೆ ನನ್ನೊಂದಿಗೆ ಕಷ್ಟ ಕಷ್ಟವನ್ನು ಅನುಭವಿಸಿ ಯುದ್ಧಕ್ಕೆ ಹೋಗುವ ಸೈನಿಕನು ಲೋಕ ವ್ಯವಹಾರದಲ್ಲಿ ಸಿಕ್ಕಿಕೊಳ್ಳದೆ ತನ್ನನ್ನು ಸೈನ್ಯದಲ್ಲಿ ಸೇರಿಸಿಕೊಂಡವನನ್ನು ಮೆಚ್ಚಿಸುವುದಕ್ಕಾಗಿ ಪ್ರಯಾಸ ಪಡುತ್ತಿರುವನಲ್ಲಿ ಇದಲ್ಲದೆ ಯಾವನ್ನಾದರೂ ಸ್ಪರ್ಧೆಯಲ್ಲಿ ಎದುರಾಳಿಯೊಡನೆ ಹೋರಾಡುವಾಗ ನಿಯಮ ನಿಯಮದ ಪ್ರಕಾರ ಹೋಡಾ ಹೋರಾಡುತ್ತಿರುವಾಗ ಅವನಿಗೆ ಜಯಮಾಲ್ಯ ಜಯಮಾಲ್ಯವು ದೊರಕುವುದಿಲ್ಲ ವ್ಯವಸಾಯದ ಹುಟ್ಟುವಳಿಯಲ್ಲಿ ಮೊದಲನೆಯ ಪಾಲು ಕಷ್ಟಪಟ್ಟು ಕೃಷಿಕನಿಗೆ ದೊರೆಯುತ್ತದೆ ನಾನು ಹೇಳುವುದನ್ನು ಯೋಚಿಸಿ ಕರ್ತನು ಎಲ್ಲದರಲ್ಲಿಯೂ ನಿನಗೆ ವಿವೇಕವನ್ನು ದಯಪಾಲಿಸುವವನು and the second one is compared to an athlete or a sports person who trains well amen who is trained well and then he is compared to a farmer who works hard <laughs> amen so in all these things there is a little uh, toughness involved in all these things amen he says endure hardness as a good soldier so you are a soldier of jesus christ don't forget that hallelujah you know in malayalam we say yuddha veeranam devam amen mighty in battle is our god he is a king he is a is a mighty god you are just like him you are a soldier you are a soldier and a soldier is supposed to fight he's not he doesn't play games hallelujah he fights that's the soldier's responsibility So there is a part of you who's who's supposed to act like that. Tough. <laughs> Taking orders from the one who enlisted him. 
Hallelujah. And everything he does and every toughness he is doing it is so that he can please the one from whom he got the command. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. No, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. And then, you know, in, and then also, it says, endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. That means things are not going to be tough for a soldier. Hallelujah. You can't say, oh, the temperature is so cold here, so I took an early retirement. <laughs> you are not acting like a soldier. Amen. Hallelujah. So, we have, so the only way the soldier, you know, loses his fight is when he stops fighting. Amen. You've got weapon, you've got armor, you've got the training, you've got the very DNA of the soldier inside you. And if you choose not to fight, the battle is lost. Amen. Or another way, a soldier can lose its battle is, the battle is in, in X location and meanwhile he's fighting in the Y location. He's guarding all things and he's standing there to fight. Hallelujah. So Bible says in, in 1 Timothy chapter 6 verse 12, where the fight is, what is the kind of fight that you need to fight? It says it's the fight of faith. Hallelujah. Can we re read this? 1 Timothy chapter 6 and uh, verse 12. It says here, fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Where, where you are also called and, and has confessed a good confession before many witnesses. Brother John, can we hear? Nambikeli Dudavagirudo, what are the Sparde Holikiagide, what are the Sparde Ligelolo, Nininda, Sadia Vadasto, Pretnisi, Nicha Jiva Vano, Padikolo, Prayasa Padiri, Adano, Hundikolo, the Kagi, Nino, Karel Patiruve. Krista Nambikea Kuritaga, Satya Vano, Nino, Aneka Janara, Yedurian Ali, Opikolabeko. Hallelujah. So it's no other fight but a fight of faith. Amen. It's not like you pulling down something in the natural, you change this thing in the natural, and suddenly everything becomes all right. So it's not a fight with flesh and blood. Hallelujah. It's against principalities. Hallelujah. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6 talks about an armor of God. Amen. So if, you, if you're not fighting, why do you need an armor? You can just wear linen clothes. Amen. But if you have an armor from God, and Bible says, put on the whole armor that you may be able to stand. You know, standing is a position of fight. Hallelujah. Wrestling is a position of fight. Bible says in the book of James chapter 4, it says, resist the devil. Hallelujah. Resisting is a fight. Amen. So if, if you're in the house and somebody comes inside and takes a TV and go, you're just sitting there and say, that TV is gone. Whose problem is that? It's your problem. You didn't put the fight for what is yours. So the fight is with what you know is yours. So you need to, for this, for this fight to enter in or to be in this fight, you must first have some understanding or knowledge of what you possess. And with what you possess, you say, no, it's mine. I've got it. Hands have been laid on me. I have received healing, anointing into my body. I'm healed. It's working night and day. There is a fight. Hallelujah. But you, know, you can't say, uh, let me feel, am I healed? You will always be sick. You will have this, that and the other problem coming in. Amen. Hallelujah. So it is a fight 
with what you believe. You have to, you have believed something and whenever you believe something, there will always be a challenge to, 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 you know, to, to make you sure. Do you know? Hallelujah. Do you know what you believe? Though they are scared and trembling, so you need to stand there and speak from your spirit. Not from your head, not from your feeling. Not from what others are saying. Not the world is saying. You have to stand there and continue to speak from the spirit. And that's how you fight this fight. Hallelujah. So that's the place to fight. Amen. That's the only fight we are called to fight. Hallelujah. Let me, let me put in one more verse. First Peter chapter 5 and verse 9. How many of you are ready to fight? Please put your hands up. <laughs> Otherwise, something is, something is happening. Allah, you have let something pass by. Things are getting taken up. TV is gone. Hallelujah. Car will go. Then it will say, I will take that liver. Hallelujah. Then I will say, I will take the kidney. When will you stand and say, No! When will you stand and say, Hush, this is my house. Out. Not in my dwelling. Not near my dwelling. When will you do that? If you don't wake up now. <laughs> hallelujah. When will you wake up? Alright. Let me die. Alright, good. That's the best place to be in. <laughs> hallelujah. At least put a fight. Amen. So ready to fight? Yeah. Whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. Amen. Brother John, we can read 5 9. Hallelujah. Amen. So it says, Whom resist. So I read the previous verse Be sober, be vigilant. Oh, so that's a soldier's uh, job. He's always on the guard. Amen. Some, not, not somebody else is watching for him. He's watching. And you need to watch every thought. That's some guarding. You can't feed it on a computer and let the computer do the job. You have to watch your thoughts. I can't watch. I, I can't say, Anne, please watch my thoughts and go to sleep. No. I have to watch my thoughts. She has to watch her thoughts. And that's some guarding, right? That's a soldier's job. The perimeter is always on the check. Hallelujah. The moment something is sighted, something goes there and finishes it off. Hallelujah. Not even in my thought life. Not even a suggestion in the name of Jesus. Not even a suggestion. You know, be careful about suggestions. Hallelujah. You know, if you study all this, you may not be so interested to watch the news. <laughs> you may not be so interested to really know what's going out there. Hallelujah. You will basically put your nose in the Bible and be watching. <laughs> there is enough and more to watch. Can you imagine watching every thought, bringing every thought down to captivity, to the obedience of Jesus Christ? Oh, hallelujah. So it says, be sober. Be vigilant. And then it says, because... The devil as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. 
or he may not. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so he's looking. So, of course, the devil does, you know, this lion doesn't have teeth. Amen. It has a lot of noise. Now, the fear comes through that noise. That's all. You're going to die. <laughs> this is going to happen. That's going to happen. It's just fears. It's just noise. Hallelujah. So what do you do? The next verse is, Whom resists steadfast in the faith? So that's not like, Today I resisted. That's it. For next, Till I meet Jesus, I don't have to resist. I resisted you that time. That's it. No, he, he is a wicked person. One of the good quality about him is that he is very persistent. Amen. He keeps coming back. He keeps coming back. And he comes and says, can I take the TV? No! <laughs> Alright. He will come back the next day, evening. Because as they came in the morning. So he will come in the evening and say, can I take the TV? No! After one, every day he keeps coming. And then he says, why is this guy keeps coming? Let him do whatever he wants. I'm going to sit. There, he got you. The day you dropped it, that's the day he gained access. Amen? So in, in Malayalam, there is a saying, if you give a place to a camel in the tent, the whole tent is gone. <laughs> Amen? Like that, he will access everything. And he has come to steal, kill, and destroy. So resist him. There's a fight there. There is a fight there. Every inch of your life on the earth, there is a fight that you need to put. If you sit and let things pass by, you will not enjoy the inheritance that God has put in the inside of you. You have been fully qualified. You have been fully equipped to partake of everything Christ has paid for. Hallelujah. So you have to resist. So that means there is a little toughness that you have to put on. So 2 Timothy chapter 2, uh, verse 3 says, Endure hardness. Hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. So this Apostle Paul is writing to Pastor Timothy. Amen. And in that time, you know, he's going through these challenges from Nero. <laughs> and all these things are happening. People are getting killed, burning. All those things are happening. And this is the letter he's writing to his precious pastor, Timothy. His son in the Lord. Endure hardness. As a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, we, we need to put on something. Amen. There is a hardness that we need to put. Let, let me, can we read that again, Brother John? Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. Nimagirwa tundaregalali, ninu palugaranago, Krista yesunali nijavada, sainikanante, a tundaregalano, swikarisu. Hallelujah. So that means it includes some suffering. Say suffering. Suffering is good for us. Amen. So then verse 4 says, No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who has chosen him to be a soldier. Can we read that? Hallelujah. You know, in, in, in the study of metals, you know, there is something called, you know, surface hardening. Amen. So they put the metal on a carbonized environment and, and through much heat, you expose the surface. And what basically happens is the surface gets hardened. 
So irrespective of what's going on on the outside, it, that thing doesn't change the inside. Amen. I'm, I'm not saying, uh, uh, you know, whatever happens, you don't have any emotions. <laughs> You're just like a robot. I'm healed. I'm rich. I'm blessed. I'm going to live. The Bible says the letter kills, the spirit keeps life. Amen. So uh, it's not that you don't have any, se- any emotions, any sensitivity to others. You're just in one zone. You know, hallelujah. No. <laughs> Jesus was in the mountain, but he came down and met people. Hallelujah. So here it says that irrespective of what's going on the outside, it doesn't change the inside. Irrespective of what challenges you face, you have learned. You have trained yourself as a soldier to not let that change your duty, your acting, your command that was given. You don't change it. You keep resisting. You keep fighting. You keep speaking from the spirit so that you may please the one who who appointed you, who enlisted you in his army. Hallelujah. You are a soldier. You have a fight. You have a domain. Hallelujah. And, and praise God. Oh, glory to God. Amen. So let's continue to read. So the next verse says, So if you are like that, you may not have much time to look at this, that, and the other of what things are going around the world. Hallelujah. In one of the versions says, You know, he, he doesn't go and uh, you know, involve himself in civilian life. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm not saying don't watch movies, you know, don't have fun. You know, Bible says if you're married, you must do things to please your wife. Amen. Hallelujah. But what I'm saying, I believe you understood. Hallelujah. So you have to keep your focus there and press in and fight and resist because you have been fully qualified to partake. Because everything God has, has been given to you and poured inside you. Everything. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So like we heard the last time, you know, throw away that unbelief. You know, put it all out. Amen. Make sure it's not working in your life. You don't want any of those things coming because of that pure love and affection that you have towards God. Amen. Hallelujah. And then let's continue to read. If a man also strive for masteries, yet he is not crowned except he strive lawfully. Hallelujah. Amen. So, praise God. Hallelujah. So, it says here, A man also strive for masteries, yet he is not crowned except he strive lawfully. Amen. So, he's talking about an athlete or a person in the sports. Amen. He says, in, here it says that he has to, uh, it looks as if it says that you have to now do that race or run that race according to the rules. But if you actually go and look at it, amen, imagine a person who is getting a crown. Amen, an athlete who is getting a crown. And in those times, what is written here, there were no sponsors like these days. They don't come in the TV ads like today and get a lot of money for being their brand ambassador. There's nothing like that. But what they had to do, what, but when they get that crown, and that crown was also made from wreath, <laughs> which on its own may not have much value also. So what is it that, that they are doing all this for? 
it is the honor that is connected to that crown. Hallelujah. It is that honor that is now placed on them through that wreath and say, this person is now crowned. Hallelujah. Amen. So when that honor comes, everybody knows he is the crowned person. They give him that honor. They stand up and respect him and give him the honor of that what he got. So it's something what he got is beyond that, the value of that wreath. But it is a value that he got because of some hardness he went through to get that crown. Because of some training that he had to go through to get that crown. Amen. And, and if you have been and watched any kind of a training sports thing of people who are you know, in this, you will know that they are not really even allowed to watch TV. They don't watch news. They are fully committed to what that sports is. Hallelujah. They just cut off themselves from the natural things that other people do. Hallelujah. And they just give themselves their body, their mind to a training. So, it's a physical training. It is a mental training. And through all that, they came and because of that, obviously, they will do according to the rules. They are crowned. Hallelujah. Amen. Let, let me read one more, one more verse here. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. He says, Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one receiveth the prize. So run that you may obtain. And every man that striveth for mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, and so fight I, not as one that beateth the air. Hallelujah. Amen. So, let's read that, Brother John, from verse 24 to 26. <laughs> ಆದ್ದರಿಂದ <laughs> Kevala Gardian no Buddha de Nijawagio Guddi Mushki Karada Madwe Vyaktiagurutane. Hallelujah. So a believer is compared to an athlete. Amen. Let's say you know he is an you are a person who is running a marathon race. Amen. So you have a course that is set in front of you. All of us have a course from God in your life. Hallelujah. So if Jesus comes tonight. We are going to be crowned based on how we ran and how we finished that race. Hallelujah. And that Bible says here, you know, they did all this rigorous training and effort and everything to get a crown that is correctable. But we, an incorruptible crown. Hallelujah. So can you see where we are coming into rewards? It's all about rewards. Before him. It's about how we please him. It's about how we receive the reward 
from him. You know, do not seek the honor that's from men or from this world. You cannot believe properly if you seek the honor from, from people. You will get into unbelief, actually. Your faith is now hindered. Hallelujah. So, let's put that away. Amen. Let's look at him and let's run the race that he has set before us. How many of you know that you have a race in front of you? We have to finish it. Hallelujah. If Jesus comes tonight, how is it going to be? Let's at least put a step in that. <laughs> Hallelujah. There is specific race for each one of us. We are not competing. The only person you are running against is you. You are the biggest hindrance to you. Nobody can take you away from that race except you. Hallelujah. Amen. So, there is a race that is set before us. Let's run with patience the race that is set before us. Let's look at Jesus and run this race. And we're going to receive the crown. Hallelujah. So, my race and the way I run this race is very important. That's what this verse is saying. I am temperate in all things. Nothing on this earth should get attached to you. Everything should be like, drop it. That's how Abraham, Isaac and Jacob lived. How did they live? They lived in tents. That's what the Bible says. They're looking at something else. So we also look at something else. Hallelujah. Temperate in all things. Everything is temporary. Actually, everything is temporary. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whether we, ex- whether we understand it or not, is actually temporary. Amen. The body that you have can be changed. The car that you can have it changed. Everything that you have can be changed. It's everything is temporary. But only him and his things and the things of the spirit remain the same all the time. Hallelujah. So here it says all the training, all the struggle and all the mental and physical. Because this verse ends up by saying about keeping the body under. (laughs) So that involves body because it's a big problem. Hallelujah. So you might be thinking, why is like these thoughts coming? It's because of that body. Amen. So you put it down. Hallelujah. And you need to let your mind be on that right thing. So you need to have physical training and mental training to finish this race that God has set before you. So the way you run, the way you do it, how do we do it? One day at a time. This is too much to run. If I think about one week, it's too much. So the only way I can run this race is one day at a time, forgetting about whether I flopped or was successful in that race yesterday. Forget about both. And this day, I run. Take a step. Press into that. Hallelujah. What he has called me for. Run that race. And the way I run is supposed to inspire others. The way I run is supposed to inspire other believers. So, we, so the word race there, you know, it comes from a word called stadium. Amen, stadium. So in the stadium, everybody is watching. So we have the heavenly witness, but we also have earthly witness watching in the front rows. Hallelujah. They are in the back. I'm just saying. Hallelujah. So they are both watching. And the way I run 
is supposed to inspire those on the earth and cause them to jump out into that stadium and they started to run that race and fulfill God's destiny for their lives. Wow. Amen. So that's what we heard on Wednesday that our life is supposed to be an example. Hallelujah. Example that, that it, it, it pushes people to run their race. Looking at Pastor Chitra and Pastor Michael, I'm inspired to run the race. I jumped in. It's been 19 years. <laughs> it's a beautiful race. Hallelujah. So at least, what race is in front of you? There are specific plans for your life, but at least there are some general plans. Hallelujah. You can say, one of my main race is to get people to know Jesus through my life. Words and life. Through my words and my life, I'm supposed to preach Jesus. So they don't perish, but they accept Him. They know Him. They come to repentance and not be lost. Hallelujah. Then we can know also that it is God's destiny for each one of us to get other people filled in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Then it is also God's plan for me to make disciples. Because we read, uh, let me read that. We read 2 Timothy chapter 2, but actually it opens up like this. I hope you're all right. Thou therefore, my chapter 2, verse 1, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Wow. Amen. Be strong. Glory. And the things that you have heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Wow. Hallelujah. So there's a couple of levels here. He says, the, the, one, the things that you heard from me... Among many witnesses, you who, who now learn from me, you teach it to others who will be able to teach others also. How many levels are there? Hallelujah. So we are all called to make disciples. That's God's plan for us. Lies. How do you do that? Take the basic foundational doctrines, learn them, sit under somebody. Hallelujah. It's always good to sit under somebody because that's the way it was done. That's the way it was done. There has to be a physical connection. Why can't we all just sit at home and watch online? Because this is important. Coming to church is important. Hallelujah. Gathering physically is important. Hallelujah. Amen. So teach it to others. So what are you doing? You are now making disciples. I think you are now rolling. See, if you sit in a car and try to turn the steering, it's very tough. But the moment it rolls, you can turn it easily. Amen? So you're rolling in the plan of God, in the purpose of God. Irrespective of wherever you are, whether you're watching here, there, hallelujah, let it roll. <laughs> Get people saved. Get people filled in the Holy Ghost. Make disciples. Hallelujah. And... Praise God. Hallelujah. Whatever God is telling you to do, do it. Specifically for your life. Be there. Commit there. End your hardness there. Don't change because of this, that and the other. And stand there. Fight the good fight. Finish that race. 
There is a crown waiting for you. Hallelujah. And, and praise God. Let me, let me read one more verse. And 2 Timothy chapter 2. And it says, The husbandman that laboreth must be first partakers of the fruit. Amen. That's talking about a farmer who works hard. Amen. So the only way a person loses this race that we are talking about, that we talked earlier, is when he stops running. None of, us have, none of you have lost the race as long as you have breath. You can make an effort today. You can put your feet in front of you today. Hallelujah. And you can get into that race and keep running. Hallelujah. And the only way a farmer loses his harvest is when he stops working hard. Amen. The only way an athlete loses his crown is when he stops working out. <laughs> Bible says work out your own salvation with fear and trouble. So there is a workout. Amen. If somebody comes there and says, and he's got a big pouch, and then he says, you know, I was the champion of this uh, race. You will look at him and say, you must have been the champion. You're not the champion now. What would have happened? He stopped training. <laughs> Hallelujah. He stopped enduring that hardness. He, he kind of relaxed. He sat down. And he only ate. He didn't exercise. So, it became different. He became, he was the champion. Hallelujah. Amen. So, don't stop training. Don't stop pressing in. Hallelujah. Don't stop running, pressing. And like a farmer, it says, a, a, a farmer who works hard. There is a promise that is connected to his. He will partake of that fruit. He will partake. That's a blessing. Amen. Hallelujah. So, a far, like a farmer, you know, we are, we are actually doing some farming now. We are putting seed into your ground. With an expectation of life. Hallelujah. A life that is in that romance with Jesus. Hallelujah. Producing some awesome things that he has paid for your life. Amen, hallelujah. And finishing it and receiving a crown. So when at, and, and Jesus comes, he says, you are our crown. You are our glory. You are our joy. Amen. Praise God. So, so like that, a farmer who sows, you know, it's not, it's, not, it's not just like one time he does it. He has to plow the field, prepare the heart. Amen. He has to put the right seed for that season as the Spirit of God is inspiring you. Amen. Hallelujah. And then he has to plow again. <laughs> and he has to put the seed again. And then he has to plow again. <laughs> and he has to keep watering in between. Hallelujah. And he has to make sure all these weeds are out. Hallelujah. So there is a lot of hard work. So a farmer puts all his efforts into his farming. That's the kind of farmer we are talking here. Hallelujah. He's not a farmer. He just throws the seed and says, let the ground produce. This is a good ground, no? Just produce. Just throw some seed there. And then you say, why is it not producing? This, this, this principle doesn't work. So there is hard work of hallelujah. All this, Apostle Paul is writing to his precious pastor Timothy, precious son in the Lord, when he's facing these challenges. Amen. So we can see that here, there is some toughness 
involved in all these three. Amen. Hallelujah. How do we do it? That's why we have the great high priest of the new covenant. Amen. We have a great mighty high priest. Hallelujah. The son of God became son of man. Came like us. Put on flesh and blood. Felt everything that we could feel. It didn't give up. Hallelujah. So that why? But we can be, he can be touched with what we go through. You can go and say, Lord, it's been tough. But I've come to receive strength from you. I've come to take grace for this. I messed it up. I, I stopped training. Forgive me, Lord. Have mercy. I've not been resisting. I've let things just pass by. And I was too busy listening to this and that. Forgive me. He feels it. <laughs> let, me, let me close with these uh, thoughts. And I believe you're happy. Happy to run, happy to resist, and happy to farm. Amen. Hebrews chapter, um, let's start from chapter 3 and verse, it's amazing, hallelujah, verse, sorry, chapter 2, verse 17. Therefore in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered being tempted, he is able to succor them that are tempted. Hallelujah. Brother John, verse 17 and 18. Hallelujah. So he says he became just like us. Why? So that he can be a merciful and faithful high priest. Amen. So we must understand that Jesus right now has a ministry at the right hand of the Father for us as a great high priest. Amen. Living for us, making intercession for us, as a great high shepherd for us, as an advocate for us. Hallelujah. So let me read one more verse. Hebrews chapter 4. And let's read from verse 14. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hallelujah. Let's read that also. Praise God. Akashagalano Datihoda Devukumaranada Yeswembashtam Hayajakano Namagidane Adarinda Namagirova Nambikeno Dudavagi Hidiona Yekendre Namagirova Mahayajakano Nama Balahina Tegalio Anukampa Torisova Nagidane Atanu Sarva Vishagalio Namahage Shodanege Guriagidwano Papa Matra Madalaste Adarinda Navu Taka Samedele Karunian no Hundavakanto Atana Krupe in the Sam Samayochitavada Sahayavo 
ನಮಗೆ ದೊರೆಯುವುದು ಅಂತೆಯೋ ಧೈರ್ಯದಿಂದ ಆತನ ಕೃಪಾ ಸಿಂಹಾಸನ ಮುಂದೆ ಬರೋಣ ಸೊ ವಿ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಸಂಬಡಿ ಅಟ್ ದ ರೈಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಥ್ರೋನ್ ಹೂ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸಿಂಪಥೈಸ್ ವಿತ್ ಅಸ್ because he came on this like us he became like us on the earth he came to the earth and put on flesh and blood just like children are partakers of flesh and blood he partook of the same so in the midst of all these things you're going to be having a lot of challenges in your soul hallelujah you're going to be bombarded with things but you can always come here to the one who can sympathize with you he says come boldly to the throne of god you know i'm i'm enjoying the throne of god so you come boldly you don't come man sinner ayyo you come boldly as a son of god who looks just like jesus so how would jesus enter the throne he would come who was in the bosom of the father you can go and lie on the chest of your father hallelujah because that's the throne so you can go there and you can see his pets there <laughs> Hallelujah you can touch them because you're boldly going there without fear because there is no fear in love you don't have any fear inside and you're not going there with your body you're going with a mind that is aligning with what god has said and in your spirit you're going there so you can enjoy his creatures there hallelujah they'll realize that oh the son of god has come hallelujah and you come boldly there and i say i need strength for this and you take it hallelujah and you say father i am messed here forgive me and jesus has already taken care for that and that's gone hallelujah and you can look and finish that day you can finish that day you don't have to uh, you know sleep in condemnation but you can actually finish that day hallelujah in confidence and rest in your father's chest and you come out and do what you're supposed to do come out and run your race again come out and resist come out and be that hard working farmer <laughs> hallelujah amen did you get something today hallelujah if jesus comes tonight i think this and if he's coming in one week or if he's coming in another year i think these things will help us Hallelujah these things will only help us amen so let's worship god hallelujah remember our god is mighty in battle hallelujah they every time they lifted up his voice lifted up his word and start to praise and thank him he showed up his power showed up hallelujah in the book of second chronicles chapter 20 it talks about these three kings came again jehoshaphat and he didn't have any thing in the natural to fight against them because that's why he was terrified but he turns to the lord hallelujah and remember remember reminded him of his promise you know it's good for you to remind god of what you are standing on hallelujah bible says put me in remembrance plead your case hallelujah so you can go to the father and 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 bring his word before him Hallelujah and I say Lord this is what I'm standing on this is what I'm resisting with hallelujah and I just want to say I give you praise for that 
I just want to lift you up for that. I just want to thank you for that. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And you just going to say, because you love me, you gave me these promises. Because you love me, you gave me this word. And I just want to celebrate your love towards me. I just want to magnify your affection towards me. I thank you that everything on the earth can just change in the fraction of a second. But I just want to thank you for watch these words that you gave me because of your mercy and your love towards me. You know, that's what they did. They took that promise, reminded God that he is the friend of Abraham. And, they, and, and, and God said, you don't have to fight. This is my deal. <laughs> the battle is mine. It's not yours. The battle was never yours. Hallelujah. He said, go there, stand, lift up, see the salvation of the Lord that he has given you. You have to see what he has told you, what he has given you. Stand there and see. And they saw. And when they saw, what did they do? They started to praise his beauty. They started to praise his mercy. What is mercy? That's the same thing that we talked about, love. Words are not enough to express that, what we are trying to say. That pure, holy love, who God is, who is full of. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and when they started to lift that up, oh, the Lord said ambushments. Hallelujah. And one killed the other and the other killed the other. And they were utterly destroyed. Not even one escaped. And they came and received just spoils for three days. Mighty God. Hallelujah. Let's, let's worship him. Father, we worship you. We praise you. We thank you for demonstrating your love toward us in Christ Jesus. We just worship and thank you, Father, for all these benefits. We thank you for the race that you've called us to finish. We thank you for the fight that you've called us to fight. We thank you, Father. We worship you. We praise you for your strength right now. Mercy today, Lord. We come boldly and receive mercy today. And we take the grace, hallelujah, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, my Lord and my King. Hallelujah, Master. Oh, the lover of our soul. We worship you, the one who loved us until the end. We thank you for living for us. We thank you that your life is affecting us today. We just worship you. We just thank you. We just give you glory. We just give you honor. We just give you praise. Hallelujah. And we thank you for this privilege to bear your name. Thank you for this privilege to act on your word. We praise you, Father. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you all for listening. You are blessed. God, hallelujah. How many of you had a good time? Amen. God is good. Well, well, well. You know, he was talking about the throne room there briefly. I, I got carried away. Hallelujah. How many of you go to visit your father often? Amen. He may be living in Coimbatore. He may be living in Kiruchanapalli. He may be living in Dimapur. Amen. But I'm talking about our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. He lives in the place of the place of all places. The Spirit. Hallelujah. Which you belong to. Amen. Brother uh, Kinsley is helping us. It's not very easy, but I believe you are understanding also, even if you are. Amen. 
if you are listening by other dialects, I'm sorry. Uh, I keep calling him Kingsley. Forgive me, I'm just gone. Uh, John Wesley, hallelujah. Sister is back from Dimapur taking care of her father. Amen. It's a privilege to be able to go and take care of your parents. Amen. No matter what, God give you grace and ability. If you have to go and sit with them, spend time with them, do that. Amen. Praise God. But you cannot give them anything unless you got it from your father in heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you can sit with them and read some scriptures to them, pray over them, you can change their lives. Amen. Praise God. And so we go to our Father. Notice that in our Father's throne room, He has all kinds of interesting creatures there. Amen. And they are different. Because His thoughts are high. Higher than the heavens are above the earth. Amen. Praise God. And he said, let his will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. Whatever is there must come here. Amen? So there should not be any sickness down here. There must not be any poverty down here. That means it's possible. Amen? That there's no curse in heaven. So there must be no curse in your family. No curse in your own work. No curse in your house. No curse around you. Amen? Praise God. And Jesus is praying so that no curse will be there in your house. If Jesus is praying, you can be sure it's going to be alright. Amen. So most of it is our action now. Just act like it's true. Act like there's no curse in your house. Act like there's no curse in your body. No sickness. No poverty. Act like it. Jesus is praying for you right now. Hallelujah. Just now. Can we just say that? Jesus is praying for you right now. And if Jesus is praying for you, it's going to be alright. You have to win. Amen. So I'm acting like I'm a winner because Jesus is praying for me. And whenever you consider coming to him, don't come because of the things you have done. Come because of the name of Jesus. Amen. You don't come because of what you gave. You don't come because of what you have done. You come in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we say that? You don't say, I'm such a good guy, so you have to answer my prayer. You don't say, I've won so many people to Jesus, so answer my prayer. You say, in Jesus' name, answer my prayer. Amen. It's because of Jesus. How many of you believe that? It's not because of any good thing that you are doing or I am doing. Amen. It's because of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Can we say that? Whatever you ask the Father in His name, He will give you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad? 
religion says if you do good then you will get answers oh dharma helutade nee olle karya madidre madre athanu prarthane ge uttara kodutanantha but jesus says if you come in my name you get answers adre yesu helutane nanna hesrinalli nannatra bandre aga nimge kodutade that's all aste praise god hallelujah that's the difference let's read that also and then close john 16 verse 23 Oh I love that. I love that part about Jesus that if you use his name you get your answer. John 16, let's look at verse 23 and then 24. And then hear it in Kannada. Take that home with you and then be a hard working soldier and you know trained guy and everything else. Amen. But don't forget it's the name that works. It's not anything else. Praise God. It's the name that scares the devil. It's the name that scares poverty. It's the name that answers from heaven. Hallelujah. He says, "In that day you shall ask me nothing. Truly, truly I say unto you, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, he will give it to you." Let's hear that in Kannada. "Aa dinadalli neevu nannannu yenu keluvudilla. Nanu nimage nijavagi helutene. Neevu nanna hesinnalli tandeyannu yenu kelikondaru, adannu aathano nimage koduvanu." Praise God. Hallelujah. Whatever you ask the father in his name he will give it to you. How many of you believe that? Yeah, is it because you are coming to church and studying your bible and he did say all those things? Of course those things are good and you get rewards for them. Amen. You get crowns for doing the good things, but you don't get anything, you know, except with the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you getting that? So even if I win the whole of India to the Lord it's not going to change my answers to prayer because I won the whole of India you must answer my prayer no in the name of Jesus it's not based on our goodness it is his goodness it is his name hallelujah amen praise god then why should I go and win India to the Lord to get rewards crowns So why should I go and make disciples to get crowns to get rewards? Amen. But to answer your prayer, you use the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You don't come there and say I did this 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 so you must do this. Uh-uh. In Jesus name. That means because of Jesus. Presenting all that he is. Amen. Take that with you as you contemplate before new year. I mean uh, a good Friday. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm I'm totally messed up. Praise God. It's just the name that I have left. Amen. Look at the next verse 24. Hitherto have you asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall not receive. Ask and then we will see. Ask and maybe I will push the father. Ask and then fast. ask and cry ask and roll on the floor ask and climb 29 steps no he said ask you shall receive that your joy may be full amen how about just going read this for the rest of the week just two verses again and again in the morning in the night in the morning and the night by the next time we meet you'll be so full of faith to ask and receive whatever you ask the father in the name of jesus you receive Hallelujah. Have you asked in Jesus name? Yes. Have you received according to this verse you have already received? 
It has to come. That's all. How many of you know that it just has to come? You asked in Jesus' name. It has to come. Your daddy has to start walking normal. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Deepali's dad has to just enjoy the benefit. Because we asked in Jesus' name. Your dad has to enjoy in Jesus' name. Because we asked in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Otherwise, this is not true. But God cannot lie. Amen. Have you asked in Jesus' name? Then you must receive. It has to happen. Your joy must be full. You must be excited. It's mine. Hallelujah. So until Jesus comes, we're going to collect. How many of you are going to collect? My joy must be full. Amen. So you just have to act like that and just be cool. It's done. I got it. Amen. The other day I was dancing here, you know, just doing some you know, moves like that. And one guy stood and walked away. Why am I dancing? It's because it is written, you ask in my name, joy is full. Pull, put on the switch and you just go home happily. Anybody ask you, just happy. Why? God has answered my prayer. God has done it in Jesus' name. Amen. All this nataka is just because of that. Joy must be full. Joy must be full. Joy must be full. Amen. So if God has answered your prayer, start being full of joy. Just Juma, act like it. Let's take communion and act like it's true. Amen. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I did not win the whole of India, but I have the name of Jesus. I did not win the whole of Africa, but I have the name of Jesus. You have the name of Jesus. It will answer our prayers. Amen. Why should I win India? To get crowns. Why should I win in Africa? To get crowns. You want some crowns? Start doing it. Start winning people. Make some disciples. But your answers to prayer come because of the name of Jesus. Not because of your winning souls. Don't connect the two. Are you getting this? Some people are connecting it. Thank you. Because I'm a soul winner, you must answer. Uh, uh, uh. Because of the name of Jesus, you answer. Thank you. Hallelujah. Anything else is religion. And we are not religious people. Praise God. Are you a religious person? No, I'm a believer. What do you believe? I believe what Jesus has done. Amen. So the same name that works for you, works for me. Praise God. The name of Jesus. You have the same key that opens the prayer. Amen. The name of Jesus. Isn't it good? I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No man can come to the Father except through me. Who said that? Jesus. Who's the center of this church? Jesus. Amen. It is his name. When you say in Jesus name, Jesus comes there. In Jesus name, you have your answer to prayer. Not because you, you fasted, not because you studied your Bible 365 days. No, because of the name of Jesus. Say amen somebody. This is the difference between Christians and religious people. Jesus name answers prayer. Hallelujah. Not your goodness. So why do you have to be good? Because you get rewards for being pure, for being holy, for being the right kind of person. You get crowns for that. 
You endure the soldier's hardness. You get crowned for that. Amen? Praise God. But the name of Jesus is what answers your prayer. So if you just want an answer, use the name. If you want crowns, use the name and do some work. Say hallelujah. So you mean you can get answers to prayer without doing work? Yes. Because it is Jesus that is the answer to your prayer. So people are divided immediately into two groups. One that wants answers to prayer and one that wants to do some work. Why not have both? Get your answer to prayer and do some work. Then you can get some crowns also. That's the, that's the whole mystery. So anybody here for both? If you just want prayer to be answered, simply use the name. You don't even have to come to church. Just use the name. He didn't say, if you come to church and use my name, if you come to church 52 Sundays and use my name, I will answer you. No. Hallelujah. Amen. The only reason why you keep coming is because you want to be a disciple. Not because you want prayers answered. For that you can go to the name of Jesus. <laughs> Isn't that simple? Amen. So I'm not coming to church just for my prayers to be answered. I know how to get answers to prayer. I'm coming because there is work and I need some crowns for my work. Say amen somebody. Amen. It's not your good works that answers your prayer. No, it's the name of Jesus. It is Jesus. Did you understand that? That's the difference between religion and true Christian faith. Say amen somebody. We are not religious people. We believe in Jesus. Why? Jesus paid the price. And he said, use my name. Amen? So if you want to receive in Jesus' name, go ahead. Simple. Praise God. Shall we? Thank you, Father, that you paid the price for us. It was your shed blood, your broken body. And in your name we receive answers today. Answers for every need in this house. Every family, every financial need, emotional need, physical need, material need, whatever the need may be. In Jesus' name, we thank you for answering. You gave your life, you shed your blood, you were tortured, you went to hell, you rose again on the third day and gave us your mighty name to use. Thank you, Lord. In your name, we receive the benefits. Amen. Shall we eat and drink? Hallelujah. Glory to God. The wonderful name of Jesus. He's the center of this church. Amen. Jesus is the hero. We are receiving because of him. Say amen. Let's get that clear. Amen. So coming to church is not to get your answers to prayer. It's just to know some things. How to receive. And then because of that love and that expectation. You say you know what. I want to do something for this Jesus. I want to obey him. I want to follow him. And then you find out he got a job for you. He has a race for you. So he said, now run the race. Amen? But, you know, why are you saying all this? 
I was reading a message uh, on the news. My phone gets news. Does your phone get news? Sometimes you don't want to read the news, but it is there. So there's this one that Priyanka Chopra, you know, Priyanka Chopra is talking to Oprah Winfrey. And Oprah Winfrey asked Priyanka Chopra, what is your thoughts on spirituality? He said, after my father's death, my ideas of spirituality changed. So I said, oh, interesting. I read a little bit. Guess what he said? She went everywhere. She did everything. She saw every God-man. She prayed every prayer. She went to different countries to make sure her father would be healed. But nothing happened. So she has changed her mind about God. Hallelujah. All she needed was the name of Jesus. And you need to believe that. So if that is what is going to change your life, let me tell you right now, use the name of Jesus. You don't have to go from pillar to post. Why are you going all the way to Kanuru? Not to get answers to prayer. I can pray now in the spirit, wherever you are, not in this mountain, not on that hill, not from pillar to post going up and down. In the name of Jesus, I will get Jesus said that. Then why are you going that way from Koramangla to Kanuru? To learn how to take my place in the race that God has set for me so that I can get some crown. Amen? If you are simply wanting answers to prayer, use the name of Jesus. So I may spend a little time teaching about the wonderful name of Jesus. We need to have a topic like that. The wonderful, awesome, supernatural name of Jesus. And I believe we'll do that very soon. Don't forget this. It is because of the name that your prayers are answered. Not because of the things you are doing. Religion told you, you are not fasting. You are doing this, you are doing that. That's why God is not answering. Uh Uh-uh. In the name of Jesus, your answer is guaranteed. Say amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you know you have sinned, say forgive me. That's all. He will forgive you and then use the name. If you know how to get your own answer to prayer, why should you come to church? Next question. Correct? That is why. To get crowns. If it's just for answer to prayer, it's like a slot machine pull. It'll come out. It'll come. You can sit at home. So if you learn the name of Jesus, you don't really have to come to church. But if you are so affected, you will say, wow, I'll do anything for Jesus. You want me to go to Himalaya? I'll go to Himalaya. You want me to go to Tirupur? I'll go. Wherever you send me, I will go. Hallelujah. But for answer, you don't have to go anywhere. Sit in your house, open the Bible, in Jesus' name, get it. It's that simple. Did you know it was that simple? Whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give it to you. Ask, you receive, your joy be full. Finish. No negotiation, it's just there. Isn't that wonderful? So why should I pray? Why should you join with somebody to pray? All that is later. Amen. 
When you enjoy the name of Jesus, you yourself can pray. Say Amen. Hallelujah. So is it going to affect the attendance next week? You decide. Hallelujah. I'm not scared to tell you the truth. I'm not scared. If you tell them like that, they won't come. That's their problem. They are his sheep. Are you done? I'm done. If you like to give an offering, you can give. In the name of Jesus. Not in my name. Or for pastor. No. In Jesus' name, if you want to give, you can give. It is that name that produces. Not my name. Say amen. Amen. So what am I? I'm just carrying his name. I just carry his name here and there. Everywhere I go. Jesus. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. And I like to give in his name. I really do. In Jesus' name. Shall we give? Lord for you. Your name. Jesus' name. Amen. You see, that's how it's done. It's very simple. The minute you say, in Jesus' name, I'm doing this, everything changes. Uh-huh. Everything changes. Blah, 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 blah. But in Jesus' name, I will do this. Finish. When heaven hears that, everything changes. Are you out there? It's about Jesus. The name of Jesus. <laughs> the hero is Jesus. Are you out there? Wow. Isn't that wonderful to know? That the weight comes away from your shoulder. No yoke on your head, on your neck. It's the name of Jesus. So remember, this week if you can read John 16, 23 and 24, morning, noon and night, morning, noon and night for the whole week, you will be different by the time I see you next week. Hallelujah. You will have a different life. I'm telling you, you will learn to respect and honor the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's go back to that simple truth. It's about Jesus. We bless you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. As your people have given today, in Jesus' name, the answer is theirs. The provision is theirs. In that name is the answer. In that name is the provision. In that name is the miracle. In that name, in the powerful name of Jesus, we call every need met, every yoke destroyed, every burden removed. In the name of Jesus, who is the hero, the hero that heaven loves and we love. In Jesus' name, amen. You are blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you so much.